Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to my Good Nanny Radio, MGN Radio, the best show on Blog Talk Radio for family information and entertainment. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, and welcome to MGN Radio. I am your host, Miss Tossie, on this fabulous Tuesday. Um, we are chatting today live with Kelly Lynn Adams, the founder of the After Five Club, and I'm super excited because she's going to be one of our speakers at Dare to Aspire Conference, April 8th and 9th in Atlanta. You don't want to miss it. For those of you who might not know, MGM Radio is the number one show on Blog Talk Radio. We interview celebrities, mompreneurs, dadpreneurs, authors, anything that's of interest to the business and parenting community. And um, we have listeners all over the world, and I am the host and founder of Dare to Aspire. So, again, thank you, everybody, that tuned in last week when we chatted with Miss Lisa Price. That was such an amazing show. And to everybody that may be listening to the replay later, we say thank you for always downloading our show. And remember, you can always follow MGN Radio by clicking follow so you will never miss our show. Now, today is Tuesday, March 29th. Again, we continue to offer our condolences and prayers to the people of Belgium, as well as we hope everyone later on will make sure they send up a prayer um, for our country, the United States of America, and people all over the world. Okay, before I give our guest her fabulous MGN introduction, I have to pay some bills, so I'll be right back in less than a minute. Thanks. Save money today, MrsCoupon.com. Save money tomorrow, MrsCoupon.com. Save money every day, MrsCoupon.com. New coupons added daily. MrsCoupon.com has hundreds of food coupons, beverage coupons, household items coupons, and more. Much more. MrsCoupon.com. Save money today, tomorrow, and every day. That's www.MrsCoupon.com. MrsCoupon.com. Hair Yum is the fastest growing vegan hair care product on the market. Hair Yum can transform your hair with one wash. Cleanse with no harsh chemicals, sulfates, or detergents. The Hair Yum collection is available now at HairYum.com. Take the challenge. Go vegan. Get Hair Yum at HairYum.com. That's H-A-I-R-Y-U-M.com. Your hair will thank you for it. All right. This is Tossie, and you are listening to MGN Radio, our podcast. And today we're interviewing Kelly Lynn Adams, the founder of the After Five Club. Kelly is a certified business leadership and life coach, a motivational speaker, and the founder of the After Five Club. Kelly Lynn has helped thousands of women build smart and sustainable businesses, especially those who are in nine-tiff jobs. Kelly has spent over 12 years in corporate finance for some of the top fashion houses and the biggest retailers in the world. Amazing. Her passion for business, her love for entrepreneurship, and proven success secrets are often sought out by the media. She's been featured on CBS, Fox, ABC, Huffington Post, Good Morning America. She's a regularly a guest speaker for companies like PNC Bank, ETT Women's Network, and you can see a lot of her business videos on her YouTube channel, Kelly Lynn Adams TV. 
She's contributed to one of Amazon.com's best-selling books of 2014, Jersey Women Mean Business, Big Bold Business Advice for New Jersey Women Business Owners. You can find more about Kelly by visiting kellylynnadams.com. And she's going to be a speaker, like I said, at our upcoming conference in Atlanta, April 8th and 9th, Dare to Aspire. So without further ado, let me introduce our guest, Kelly Lynn Adams. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Patsy. How are you? I'm fabulous. How are you? <laughs> Good. I'm in true um, hustle form. I'm actually um, commuting right now, so if you hear any background noise, I apologize. <laughs> oh, no problem. No problem. So let's get started. The time always flies by, so let's get started. Mm-hmm. So you founded the After Five Club. Kind of, I know I talked about it in the intro, but tell our listeners exactly what was your vision when you started this club and why did you start this club? Yeah, so I really started the movement and the club really for a platform for women who are in 9-to-5 jobs that are, you know, starting a business on the side. So it's basically, you know, there's so many people that are, you know, not putting all their eggs in one basket, right, nowadays. So you can be in corporate America and, you know, if you put all your eggs in your one basket, it's not so much the smart idea. Um, a lot of people are doing, you know, multiple forms of residual income. So it's really a platform just for, you know, and kind of like a supportive, like-minded group of women um, who are really doing big things. You know, they either they want to make their passion their paycheck or they, you know, really want to start a business on the side or maybe they already have. I mean, I know a lot, you know, I think there's 8 million, you know, people that are starting businesses on the side now, you know, do the economy and everything else. So that's really kind of where the movement and the idea really come from and started. Awesome. Now you spent over 12 years in corporate finance, you know, how was, how does that compare to, you know, what you're doing now being, you know, a business owner? Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely helpful. I think every um, position that I held in corporate is just like a stepping stone to, you know, building other women's businesses. So, I mean, anything from a profit and loss statement to, you know, what types of revenue can you generate in a business? You know, what are you leaving on the table? Um, A lot of people kind of just get stuck on, okay, I'm going to build a business, but they don't really know, okay, well, what other revenue streams can you have? You know, say if you're a coach, you can be, you know, a coach doing one-on-one. You can do coach on group group dynamics. You can, you know, get paid to speak. You can get paid to be a spokesperson and represent brands. So I think it's, you know, all these different elements that, um, you know, I bring and I teach to women who are starting businesses on the side of, you know, numbers are numbers, right? So it's all great when you have an expertise, but when, you know, the money isn't coming in, then that's where the that's where the problem lays, right? Yes, yes. And, you know, a lot of women, because um, I started my business when I worked in corporate America, and then I branched out, and so many people are unhappy with their nine-to-fives, And, you know, they stay there and they don't branch out because of exactly what you said, the money and the numbers. What advice do you give women on actually leaving their full-time job and doing this, you know, doing their side gig full-time? 
Yeah. So first of all, it has to be, you know, the, the one thing I say is um, I think it's a very smart model, you know, to build a business on your side when you have income and, and revenue coming in from your full-time business because that allows you to take more risk. So if you want to hire that your mentor or that coach or you want to invest in yourself, um, that's a great way to do it. Um, I would say that in order to, you know, have a business on the side while you're juggling a daytime job, you have to be super focused and super um you know, protective of your time, right? Because everyone has the same 24 hours, seven days a week. But, you know, what makes someone a high achiever and utilizing all those 24 hours in a productive way, right? So that's the first thing. The second thing I would say is, you know, people can build a business, but you have to find with people that have built a place that you can be, um, you know, help and, you know, a lot of, in order to be, you know, to really rise to the top um, is to align yourself with credible people that are doing things, you know, that are doing, um, making moves. So that's like kind of align yourself with credible people because that's going to make you rise to the top. And sometimes you don't even have to invest in um, people, but you can definitely build. And now with social media, you can build your business really, really quickly, you know, and that's free advertisement. You can do Facebook ads and all of that, but you can get yourself out and do speaking. Okay, I think we, Kelly, you're going in and out. I think maybe you're moving. I know you said at the beginning of the show you're traveling. Um, So I think you're moving and you're going in and out. So a little bit was lost in translation, as they say. So, um, Let's see. Where did you spot? Okay, so you were saying align yourself with people. Hello, Kelly? Yeah, yeah, you're back. Okay, yes, yes. Okay, great. Hey. So you were were saying align yourself with successful people, and then you cut off. So what were you saying? Yeah, I think it's just, you know, in order to gain credibility and build your business quickly is to align yourself with credible people. Um, But also you can build a business on a shoestring budget, right? So how can you do that? Well, now in social media, I mean, it's free advertisement. So if you're not on any of the social media platforms nowadays, okay, I think something, something, um, Kelly, I know she was moving and, and I think we lost her. Um, so while she's doing that, um, it'll give me a great opportunity to talk about Dare to Aspire. Okay, so our sixth conference in Atlanta, Dare to Aspire. Um, Dare to Aspire kind of started because, you know, I had this vision of helping women and moms to start and grow a small business. And I'm so proud that we're celebrating our sixth our sixth conference in Atlanta. And right now we have a special, so if you listen to the show, we have a special that if you go to www.d2aspire.com, you will see that you can enter a code, a promo code, and you enter small biz early, and it takes off $50. Our tickets are $129. We have our keynote speaker, Lisa Price, who, you know, she founded a business on you know, with $100 in Brooklyn, and she founded a business, and it became a multi-million-dollar empire. And it was, you know, bought, acquired by L'Oreal, and her, you know, she's going to be live with us. Um, and I think Kelly's back, yay. I mean, I could talk about Data Aspire Conference all day, uh, but let's get back to Kelly. I think we have her back now, so let me see if I can connect her. Hey, Kelly, you dropped. Hi, can you hear me I now? I talking about 
yeah, I started talking about Dare to Aspire because I can talk about that all day. <laughs> so, so no, you're back live. Um, you know, there's always a first for for everything. So, um, let's get back to the interview, okay? So, yeah. Kelly, um, you were saying I asked the question about women working a full time job and wanting to actually leave to go. Um, you know, working a full-time job with a side gig. Can you share mm-hmm. any tips or advice for those women that want to take the leap of faith and actually do this full-time? Yeah. So the first thing is you have to set a plan. So time is very precious. Um, so making sure that, you know, everyone has the same 24 hours, seven days a week. So it's kind of like, you know, what, what stands you out um, for the top performers of the world and the high achievers? So if you don't have a kind of time time schedule that's working for you, I would say, you know, really look at your time and how well you're utilizing it. You know, I use every single inch of my time, <laughs> you know, like doing interviews like this and I'm hustling and I'm commuting. Um, you know, it's just being very, very uh, conscious of your time. But if you want to get out, you know, I recommend women – it's all based on their values. Some women, you know, can take the leap and have no savings in the bank. Some women, you know, they value safety and security, so they want at least six months to a year in the bank. Um, it really depends on your values. Um, you know, one plan, exit strategy plan, is not may not be necessarily good for another. So I would just say check in with your values. If your values aren't safety and security, you may want to be more risk adverse and say, you know what, I can quit my job tomorrow and be totally fine. I can make it. Um, but you know, a lot of times when people do that, you know, they're not, they don't have, you know, what a corporate job or a part-time job or whatever allows you to do is take a little bit more risk in your business so you can invest in yourself, invest, you know, invest is pretty, um, pretty risky. You know, you can really, and you don't have that energy of, oh, my God, I need to do X, Y, and Z in order to pay my rent, right? So it just allows you a little bit more flexibility. Um, So that's kind of what you want to kind of check in with yourself. But in order to leave, you know, if you are someone who needs safety and stability, you know, I would just look at your expenses and say, okay, well, how much do you need to live on each month? You know, and a lot of people don't take advantage, like take an account of taxes, right? Health insurance, if you need to purchase that on your own, if you don't have a spouse, Um, you know, the, the, Women that I'm talking to a lot, I would say 80% of my clients are single women, no spouse, um, doing it on their own, no help, you know, no help from family, friends, spouse, um, no help at all. I mean, they're just doing the do. So, you know, in today's economy, in today's world, you have no help, you're going to either trade time or money. That's that's a fact. So you're going to trade money, you're going to basically, you know, get secret angel investors, get a job, get a bank, take a loan out of the bank, or you're going to trade your time, you know, work for someone else, or you're going to work a lot until your business, you know, gets up off the ground. So, you know, I would tell, tell people there's no kind of one size fits all exit strategy plan. So it's kind of just, you know, seeing what works for you, but also kind of reverse engineering um, a lot of the things, you know, the plan that's going to work for your life. That makes sense. One size definitely doesn't fit all. Now, if I'm a woman and I, I'm working a full-time got job and, you know, I want to join this After Five Club, what can I expect to kind of get from joining the After Five Club? What, what tools or coaching advice do you offer your members? 
Yeah, so we break it down um, into a couple of different um, sections. So, you know, we break it down into mindset because mindset is so important. I think it's the foundation of any business. Um, if you don't have the right mindset, then you can only go to a certain level, uh, you know, in your business or be a certain level of success, you know, reach that. So mindset is like kind of like a daily thing. <laughs> it's a daily practice. So we work on your mindset. Um, we also do kind of the time element, right, because, as an entrepreneur, you know, juggling a nine-to-five or juggling a family or juggling just, like, friends and, you know, a social life, um, you know, time is a huge piece. And a lot of people, like I said, have the same 24 hours, seven days a week, but they don't utilize it right. They just don't know how to do it. They're so tired from either when they get home from work or, like, on the weekends they just want to do nothing. Um, so we work on that on kind of setting rituals and, you know, different schedules that work for you. And then the third element is, you know, how do you find money in your business? Is your business structured correctly? You know, is it um, – Do you ha- are you pricing correctly? Are you offering products – you know, if you're a product-based business, product-based business, are you offering a service? Or if you're service-based business, are you offering products? Um, you know, and where are you leaving money on the table that you really can capitalize on that is going to bring you, you know, kind of that multiple streams of income? Because we, you know, as entrepreneurs, we don't want to kind of always leverage our time. We want to really have, like, passive streams of income, um, if at all possible. So those are kind of the three main areas um, that I work with people, you know, when they join the After Five Club. It's kind of a movement. I have, you know, free stuff online and and I have a free Facebook group and all that but um, it's just really helping these women you know to really really live their passion and their purpose I love it I think it's a after five how did you come up with the name you know I don't even remember (laughs) I have no (laughs) idea I think it just came to me one day you know kind of like what do what do people do like kind of the nine to five or like what do they do after five you know um so it kind of just all flowed together and like you know my backstory is um you know I didn't know I've been coaching well my first business was in network marketing so I was selling skincare um and that was really my first business so I was kind of coaching women and helping them build skincare businesses and then I kind of just fell into coaching because one of my clients um was like you know you'd be great at being a life coach and at that time like there was no coach, like we, no one even knew what a coach was, like a life coach. I'm like, what is this life coaching? So I did um, some research. I went back to school, and I kind of just fell into it, and I started coaching people on just life issues like confidence and relationships and whatnot. And um, I started with, like, with my 50 closest friends and family and kind of just built my practice through that. And um, not until just last year, I really defined my niche of the nine to fiver, like who I was actually helping. And, you know, there was a lot of resentment and embarrassment because, you know, it was my story. Like I have worked a nine to five and a lot of my friends are hundred percent entrepreneurs. And, you know, there was kind of that old, that resentment and like that I'm not good enough because I'm not a hundred percent entrepreneur, but at the end of the day, it's like, it's my choice. You know, I decided to stay in corporate. You know, I decided to do this journey and, you know, I left corporate for a while and then I went back in. Um, And I think that that's what makes my story so unique because I know um, the pain points of, you know, what it takes. You know, I know what these women are struggling with. You know, it's kind of like I've been there. I know the struggles. I know the pain points. I know kind of how to help them, you know. So I've been in so many, like, you know, bad scenarios and, and 
struggles and crazy scenarios that I've, I've pretty much been through it all. So I feel like, you know, the universe and, and God gives you, um, you know, what you have to teach and what you have to master and, you know, what you have to help others with. So that's kind of how, and only a year ago, you know, I really was like, okay, this is my niche. I'm full, I'm coming full circle to help these women. And, you know, that's what I tell with people. They, they kind of struggle like, oh, if they're just starting out or if they're not really sure and they compare themselves to other people and, and, and where other people are in their business, it's like, no, you're exactly where you're supposed to be um, because, you know, sometimes we need to, you know, learn certain lessons in order for us to teach them in, in our own unique way. So it's just kind of being okay with where you are and not, like, give yourself permission to be exactly where you are and not always putting so much pressure on yourself. I think that's great advice. And, wow, you know, I'm learning now. You know, you went, okay, you left corporate, then you went back in. How was it going back in? And then what is the key top two things, I would say, that said, I'm going to leave again? Like, you know, what what are the things that made you go back in to corporate? So I would, (laughs) well, first of all, I got an amazing deal. Um, So one of my old, colleague, um, he was a CFO of one of the old companies I used to work for, you know, he approached me and it was for a huge company um, that everyone knows. And, you know, I was like, I don't know. And they created the position for me. The money was great. Like everything was like, oh my God. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, if I passed it up, it was going to be like, oh my God, Kelly, you passed up like the greatest thing. And kind of that was my crossroads. And at that moment, either take it or not take it. If I take it, and this is what I told myself, if I take it, I'm going to totally own this space. I'm going to totally take the job, and I'm going to learn these women, you know, and what their struggles are and what they want and why they're unhappy or what do they struggle with or why don't they know their worth and, you know, what are their time constraints and all that stuff. So I really wanted to learn my market. And that was the pivotal point where I was like, okay, this is my niche. You know, this is kind of the universe. And I prayed about it. And it's the universe and God's way of telling me, this is, this is a, you know, opportunity on a golden platter. Are you going to take it or not going to take it? And I kind of chose that um, opportunity and say, I'm going to take it and work it to my advantage. And, um, you know, there's so many things that, you know, you can learn in your job or you know, if, even if it's not a corporate job that you can learn and you can apply in your business. So some of the relationships that, you know, I've built over the years and some of the things that, you know, corporate that I've learned in corporate, I'm applying to my business now. So I would say one or two things is, the one thing that's really important is kind of be nice to everybody because you never know kind of who you will uh, need or who knows who or or whatnot. So it's kind of like, okay, you never know who is connected to who, you know, or who can help you out in the future. So that's like, I mean, it seems so simple, but I think a lot of us when we're in, um, uh, you know, if we're in our day job or, or in a place where not, we don't want to be, it's like we can be bitchy, we can be like, I don't want to be here, we can have a bad attitude, but it's kind of like, you know, it turned around because you don't know, like your coworker that you may not like so much, she might have it into, you know, I don't know, like a ma- major magazine or TV show or maybe her aunt or her sister is a producer of a TV show that you may want to be on one day. <laughs> you know, like you don't know. Exactly. Um, the second, yeah. yeah, the second thing I've learned is really it's all about mindset. 
So for me, what helped me um, when I, like, was in these horrible jobs that I hated was, okay, I'm going <laughs> to shift my mindset, right, like, or bosses that were just horrible, Um I mean, I've been, I've been, I've gone through every single boss, whether it's been like mentally abusive, passive aggressive. I mean, you name it, it's been craziness. But um, how I shift those, how I shift those kind of mindset and that those opportunities is is seeing, okay, this is I, I call you know a day job or any kind of other job that you hold down, like that's your sugar daddy, right? That's your sugar daddy. That's your secret angel investor. They're funding your business. They're paying you know most of your bills. So kind of like treat it like that, right? So like this is an opportunity. Like you have money coming in every two weeks or every week. Um, so that's a blessing, you know, and always kind of shifting your mindset and, and saying, okay, if you're going through a really hard time right now, why? Like you might not know the why, but there is a why and there is an opportunity in there, right? So if you're really struggling, like if you're on your knees like crying every day when you come home from work, there's something that you can teach. You may not know what it is now, I promise. Hello, Kelly? Okay, I think we lost her again. Maybe she's moving and grooving. That was such an important piece. Okay, the phone dropped. That was a very important piece. I love it because it's so true. You know, you whatever you're going through, when you're working your full-time job, and I've been through some stuff, okay, in corporate America, but I always actually liked it because I was learning. I was learning how to deal with this situation I knew in business. Anything that I was dealing with in corporate paled in comparison to what I would deal with in business, and it's so true. When I was building my business, and I've built some very, very um, revenue-generating businesses, Every skill, like I would love to be, you know, kind of punched in the in the neck at work because the million dollar deals that I was dealing with that nobody knew about, it was kind of like it was a piece of cake because I was learning, and I just think that's such a key advice that Kelly was saying was, you know, you just never know what your experiences are going to. Hey, Kelly, are going to hey. let you. Um, gain. I was just finishing your thought because you dropped. <laughs> yeah, so sorry like, about that. Yeah, right I just think on. it's like no, you are right on. You are right on. Yeah, and it's it's just like okay, what's the opportunity? You know, like I was in a job where I literally would cry, like, and come home every night, like, on my knees, and be like, oh my god, yes. what? And then I got through that situation, and it's like, oh my god, like now I know why. Like two years later, I know why. You know, so it's like. You never know. And you listen, you always have choice, right? So it's, if it's really bad, I mean, you could quit. That's you could right. find another job. You know, you, you ha- and that's where I think people in the 9 to 5 area, they, they kind of feel like they're a victim, and you're not. You always, yes. always have choice. You can go back and live with your parents if it gets – I mean, there's so many choices that you have that you may not be thinking about or that you may not want to do, but you, at the end of the day, you always have choice. You always have choice. I love it. Now, Kelly, a lot of people that are small business owners, they always want to know how to get media. I mentioned at the show you've been on CBS, Fox, all the big ones. Can you share with our listeners how you got on those shows and maybe any tips that our small business owners could use to get on as well? Yeah, so I would say every single media outlet that I've got on, I've pitched myself. (laughs) Oh, wow. 
Yeah, you're like they pick, you pitched yourself. Like you didn't hire a PR firm or you didn't know someone. And it's like no. I mean, some of them I knew, like you know, I built relationships with. But like Huffington Post, I pitched myself. Um, you know, like all the TV stations, um, I hired a media coach, but I hired her and she is like a do it yourself her, right? So she taught me how to write a pitch, you know, you know, and I went all, I pitched all over. I pitched, I think like over a hundred stations, um, to get on. And it was just like, I would wake up every day at five thirty and send my pitches out and I would do research. And I mean, I busted my butt, um, to pitch myself down to all these TV shows. And I was not on TV. Um, in the beginning, I had some YouTube videos that I did. Um, and I was mentioned in a couple of online media publications and I just wrote a pitch and the whole thing with pitching on TV and on like in also on online magazines, it's kind of like every, it's like, okay, what's important for them? You know, like what holidays can you pitch yourself? You know, if you're a nutritionalist, um, can you pitch yourself, you know, for, you know, springtime's coming up, you know, like bikini season, can you pitch stories for that? So it's kind of like all like think of the holidays and think of the things that the media kind of covers um, because they cover, they need stories for everything. So it's kind of like you're helping them by creating a pitch that is time uh, appropriate so I mean I've always just pitched myself and I think some people think oh I don't I haven't been on TV or I haven't gotten enough um, you know out there or I'm not anywhere like no it doesn't matter you know it really doesn't matter it's kind of like you have to own your expertise because everyone is an expert at something, whether you believe that or not, you know, you're, you're an expert at something, you know, something, you know, and I always tell people like, what do people come to advice? Um, what do they ask you for? Like, what advice do they ask you for? Or what are you always kind of known for? Or what do you, what in your heart do you believe that you're really good at? Um, so I've always pitched myself and I would just say, make it time, time appropriate and time sensitive. So you might want to pitch, um, you know, in the summer, you might want to pitch some news stations on TV or, or magazines, um, some, you know, fall, some, some fall topics, you know, back to school or, or whatnot. Um, so, you know, online magazines, it's a quick turnaround. So they might need a story tomorrow or next week or a two-week time frame. TV and print, mag- like print magazines, like when it's in print, not online, it's more of like a two- to three-month turnaround. So you want to be prepared two to three months out of advance where as online, it, you know, it's really either – it can vary from like three weeks to the next day depending on, you know, what publication you have. So I would say that's my advice and just, just pitch yourself, you know. I love it, Kelly. And you know, when you say pictures for for maybe a, a person, but that might not know the lingo, or you yeah. saying like create a document and send it out, or email now and send it out. What do you mean when you say pitch? Are you like yeah. googling stations and sending them an email? Yep. Yeah, so I so you kind of have to do your research. So for like online magazines, like I would just do my research and look at like who's the editor, you know. And sometimes like the Huffington Post, like they might have, um, you know, a different editor, or you can email like Ariana Huffington herself. I mean, she she yeah, answers yeah. emails, believe it or not. Um, or like online publications, you just find the editor, or you know, you follow these um, writers, like you know, a lot of writers on Forbes.com or Inc.com, yeah. wherever they're on Twitter. So like doing your research or finding out, okay, who are the editors? Who are the main people that you could reach out to? And then sending, you know, and some of these online publications, you just kind of have to search the website because it, it, they will say submit a proposal or, or here is, you know, send us um, a storyline or something like that. Um, and then for TV, yeah, I would just 
literally I cold called like all the TV stations and said, you know, I have a pitch to send in. Who can I email this pitch to? Like I literally like emailed, so I called and did my research and I literally called like the, the news desks of all these like, you know, news news desks, like from, from Charlotte to Detroit to California. Like I was determined. <laughs> I was like, I'm getting on TV come, come, you know, hell or high water. And, you know, I would call the, the desk, ask who I can send the pitch to. And then write, you know, an email to them and literally just send an email to the TV station of my pitch. You know, this is what I want to talk about. These are the five points I want to, you know, talk about. This is why, you know, this is why I want to talk about it. You know, you know, fall season coming up or summer season coming up or whatnot. So, uh, you know, just email and simply, I mean, if you can also send what's really good for magazines um, is if you send them certain things. Now, some of us don't have money to send, like, cupcakes or, or little, you know, packages. But if you really want to get in somewhere um, to, you know, say a magazine, for example, um, I hear that, like, editors love food. So if you send them <laughs> food or cupcakes, I think it's kind of like, you know, they, they love that. And it'll kind of, like, set you apart from the rest of all their pitches they're getting in through email or mail or whatnot. I love, you know, that is a topic and listening to you, you're very, we'll have to talk Kelly. I, all these <laughs> light bulbs go off in my head because that's a topic that I think every business owner and you've been successful. You know, I always say I like to get people who've done something to say it. You've actually been successful. That is awesome. Advice. That's awesome. You got to do your research, but everything's online. If you really research, you'll see the email address or the Twitter handles. And like Kelly said, follow up and then do it, you know, go for it, you know, and you might be yeah, on TV and- or on, on print. Yeah, and just they'll start building a relationship, especially with people on Twitter. I mean, if you retweet an article that, you know, an editor wrote or, or published or whatever, like, you start building a relationship with them and just having, like, you know, no agenda, like, just starting, like, retweeting that, their stuff and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, after – it's kind of like the 80-20 rule. Like, you know, 80% always give content, 20% sell. Kind of the same thing when you're developing relationships, right? So for, with these editors, you know, help them first and then ask for what you need, like, after you've helped them enough, like, you know, putting, you know, commenting on their, you know, blog posts or retweeting it or what have you, you know, so it's kind of always being of service first and then asking for what you need. Exactly. Wow. This is amazing. Well, we have less than nine minutes left. Time always flies on Dare to Aspire um, and MGM Radio. But I wanted to ask you, what challenges do you currently face in your business? You know, now you've stepped out again on your own. Like, what challenges do you face currently? And, you know, any small business advice or tips um, for women and moms that, you know, want to, yeah, you know, um, be an entrepreneur? Yeah, I would say two challenges I think I always come against. And, and I'm a humor and human, and I think, like, everyone kind of – a lot of people – face the same struggles is kind of the time, right? Like, okay, um, and the rituals, like, you know, sometimes I'll be really good in, like, you know, getting up early or doing my ritual, and then some, sometimes the weeks are just insanity, right? And I, and I can't meditate or, you know, I can't have um, – I can't do my self-care. I can't have time to myself. Um, so in those cases, um, you know, I'm getting better, but I think it's kind of like, okay, you know, there's it's, it's being okay because 
in life, there's going to be ups and downs, right? So we can't always know if you if you miss a day of working out or you miss a day of meditation or you miss a day of, you know, taking time for yourself, like, just be okay with it. Like, you'll get back on track the next day or the next week, you know. So I think it's the time because I think everyone kind of has a, a struggle with time, but I think just life changes and, and you know, different priorities come um you know, we just have different priorities, right? You know, in the summer, we might have different priorities in the fall. In the fall, we might have different priorities in the winter. So I think the time element, but I think it's just, okay, if you get off the wagon either a day or a week, then, okay, jump back on. Don't make it a month or three months or what have you. And I think the second struggle um, that I think a lot of entrepreneurs face, and I think that, you know, on myself, I myself as learning is really how to leverage and to really streamline your business so you're not always doing, you're not always trading time for money, right? So it's, it's you're not always doing one-on-one coaching. You're not always kind of doing um, speaking events. Like, is there anything that you can kind of duplicate yourself or duplicate your efforts or your work? Because, you know, it, there's, if you want to hit the masses and you want to make, um, you know, come out with your message and leave a legacy or even just kind of build a successful business, you kind of have to leverage yourself and clone yourself. So it's like what systems can you put in place, you know, um, or what can you do that can you make a video or, or can you do, you know, a freebie opt-in to your website? Like can you do these things that people can learn about you um, rather than kind of sitting and doing coffee with them or doing phone calls with them. Can they learn about you in other ways that it can kind of go viral, that you don't always have to be 100% involved? So, you know, and and I'm constantly working on this with different mentors and and strategists, and there's so much that that we can all kind of always improve on in that area. Speaking of social media, what's your favorite social media um, right platform to use right now, and why? Oh God, I mean, I love social. I'm in, I'm on a lot of platforms. <laughs> I would say um, <laughs> I would I would say be smart with this because like, I think people don't know don't know which one they like or don't know where their their tribe is hanging out. Um, a lot of my people I would say are hanging out on Facebook, um, but I use Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm just getting on Snapchat now, um, YouTube. I think YouTube is always going to be powerful because it's video and, and the algorithms and everything, the SEO and all that stuff is, is very um, powerful on YouTube. Um, but a lot of us can't, like, sit there and make, you know, a video every week yeah. or every month, right? Yeah, so yeah, don't I have the time. My, yeah, my tribe hangs out, I would say, on Facebook. Between Facebook and Instagram, I would say my tribe is there. Um you know, because it's what I like. I still like Twitter, but I think my tribe is more on, on Facebook and, and Instagram now. And now, like, you know, I know a lot of people are doing Snapchat. I'm I'm still learning it. I don't know if my tribe is totally on Snapchat because it's a, a younger tribe. Um, yeah, yeah. Snapchat is for the real 18, 18-year-olds 18 to, like, 25. Yeah. Now, I, I got a Snapchat account, and I was like, oh, you know, and I just, I'm just like, no, I'll, I'll do it later. I know I need to be on Snapchat. I know, but I just, with Periscope now, and yeah. there's just so many. There's just so yeah. many. It's tough. It's there very, is, and I would tough. just say focus. Yeah, I mean, I'm on Periscope here and there. I, I was really consistent at it before, but um, I would say just pick, like, two or three. And if you're if you're consistent on two or three, that's all you need. Yeah. I mean, one of my colleagues, I mean, she was she was on Facebook, she was on Instagram and Twitter, but she wasn't really, like, meh. She's on Periscope. She has, like, millions of hearts. Yeah. And she, like, makes – she'll get on Periscope, and she'll sell, like, 
$2,000 a day every time she gets on Periscope. But that's just where her tribe is. And she's on Periscope, like, every day or every other day. But And she's like, eh, on Facebook and Twitter, but, like, that's what works for her. You know, so, you know, do what you like. Do what you enjoy because if you don't, then you're not going to do it consistently. And I think consistency is the key. Yeah, consistency is the key. We are live with Kelly Lynn Adams, the founder of the After Five Club. What's in the future for for your business, for yourself? Where would you like to see the the After Five Club go? Or Kelly Lynn Adams as a brand? What's what's in store? What can we expect? Yeah, oh, there's a lot on the horizon. <laughs> so there's, um, yeah, there's a lot. There's, you know, there's a book. There's going to be some digital courses, um, you know, and just, you know, some branding opportunities. And, you know, I may create, like, another brand or two. So there's a lot um, kind of in the works in the back end. <laughs> but it's just, it's working. It's finding what, you know, what is kind of like, okay, how am I going to work smarter, not harder? You know, so it's just kind of finding that balance. Um, But, yeah, it's like I want to, you know, my vision is to really help as many people as I can. So, you know, I definitely want to leave a legacy for the next generation to come. That's always been kind of my my mission statement. Um, So, yeah, I mean, whatever that means, you know, whether it's, you know, and however that is in what format, you know, media, book, uh, speaking. Um, so there's a lot in the works. And that's why I tell people like the sky's the limit, you know, like keep dreaming. You can do, be, and have whatever you want. It's such a mindset thing. If you have your mindset, if you have hard work, hard work, you know, you're passionate, you're determined, um, you can do anything. Yes, you can. Uh, now where can, um, people connect with you? Tell us again, your Facebook, your Twitter, um, how can people get a hold of you? Yeah, so I'm uh, under Kelly Lynn Adams for everything. So, I mean, they can go to my website, Kelly Lynn Adams. All my social media is right there, or they can just find me on, um, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Periscope. I'm all under just Kelly Lynn Adams. So, And our final question for Ms. Adams, if, is there one piece of advice, or it could be two, whatever, that you wish you had known before you started business that you know now? that you could share it could be something oh simple. God, it could yeah. be something about systems you know it could be two but you know is, is there something that you wish you knew that maybe a mom or a single mom or whatever listening can can take away with them yeah I would say um in the beginning I just thought like I would see results right away <laughs> I was like no I want it now yeah. like <laughs> you yeah. know and I think if I knew okay like it's going to take hard work it's going to take time it's going to take per- perseverance and dedication um then I would kind of I would relax I would have relaxed more in business um so that's one and I one of my mentors and and uh, someone I highly look up to is Gary Vaynerchuk, and he, you know, he's like kind of a social media guru, and he says, you know, um, he's like, if if you have plans or goals for 2026, then you know, say goodbye to your business. Meaning, you know, that quote means you got to be in it for the long haul. You know, like if you're expecting results tomorrow or next year, it may happen. Sustainable is it? And you, and successful person that you talk to. Vaynerchuk, uh, you know, Damon John from Shark Tank or a medium ball. Uh, it may not seem like a long time, but they've been in it for a long time. Um, and the second thing I would probably, you know, um, tell my younger self in business 
is that it's more about um, the journey. You know, it's more about who you develop. It's not so much the like your success. It's the person that you become, right? So I am a totally different person today than I was when I began my business. Like I was, you know, I was so. I don't know. I just was kind of arrogant, not humble. I was like, no, I want this to happen now. I can, you know, and it's kind of like I've so worked on myself um, and it's, I've just become a different person. My failures, my successes, you know, they have just uh, helped me to develop into the person I am today. So I would say, you know, do that, invest in yourself, you know, whether it's finding a mentor, whether it's, you know, investing in a class or whatnot. I mean, really, because your business will grow to the degree that you grow. Excellent, excellent. Well, we're out of time, Kelly, but this has been amazing. I know we had some drops, but I think the content is still there, and I can't wait to see you in a couple of weeks at Dare to Aspire Conference in Atlanta. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. I cannot wait. And, yeah, I'm sorry for the, the drops, but uh, but hopefully, you know, people got um, some great nuggets out of the call. So, Of course. Thank you for your time. I know you're a busy, busy lady. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It was an honor. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, everyone, have a great, great night, and we will see you later in the week for another MGN radio show. Again, follow us at Dare to Aspire or on MGN, uh, My Good Nanny. Thank you so much. Be blessed.